Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we've come to the second Grand Slam of the year, Roland Garros 2023. Others know it as the French Open. Others know it as the Nadal Open. Bryce, (laughs) unfortunately, our namesake won't be there this year, bro. I'm a little sad. Yeah, but we're probably the only people sad because (laughs) the rest of the men's tour is like, let me at it. Right. I have a chance. (laughs) You know. Oh, my goodness. You know, folks are going to be going into this Grand Slam, especially on the men's side with some serious, serious hype. Absolutely. And, you know, it does actually make the tournament a little more exciting because otherwise everyone would would be going in saying, well, of course, it's Nadal, you know, and then we'll see if somebody else can do something. But without Nadal being there, there are several players that have come into the tournament pretty hot. And um, they're probably licking their chops. And I say, hey, why not? So it'll be very interesting to see who's able to actually get the the job done at the end of these two weeks. I 100% agree with you, Bryce, and I am so looking forward to breaking down this draw with you. Uh, before we get there, though, want to make a mention that this episode of Brothers on Tennis is brought to you by the law offices of Paul S. Haberman. Are you a sports enthusiast in need of legal representation? Look no further than the law offices of Paul S. Haberman. Paul S. Haberman is not just an experienced attorney, but also a longtime lecturer on sports law related matters. He is currently presenting Everyday Sports Law, a continuing legal education lecture for attorneys in sports and entertainment law, was named to the Super Lawyers New York Metro Area Rising Stars list for three consecutive years, and has been a valuable resource for sports professionals for over 15 years. As a matter of fact, Paul S. Haberman once managed a world-level junior welterweight boxer and former Olympian. He has represented five current or former world champions in boxing and MMA and has had at least 50 to 60 other clients involved in sport. Whether it's contract law or healthcare law or intellectual property law, Paul S. Haberman covers it all. Don't let legal issues hold you back from achieving your dreams. Call the law offices of Paul S. Haberman today at 201 564 0590 to schedule a consultation. That's 201-564-0590. And for those in the way, way back, it's 201-564-0590. Let Paul S. Haberman fight for you both in the ring and out of the ring. Yes, sir. All right, Bryce, we are on to this French Open draw. And I guess one of the things that we, of course, do before uh, we dip in is we talk about these first round popcorn matches, bro. Bro, there's some there's some good ones, don't you think? They are going to get it popping from day one. (laughs) But honestly, Isaac, haven't we gotten used to this? I mean, the depth in both the men's and the women's games really provide us this kind of opportunity, right? I mean, it really does. It really I mean, does. You're seeing either upcomers against veterans or people who should have been seated that didn't quite make being seated, and they're popping up in interesting places. Uh, it's all very good for the game. 
I absolutely agree, my friend. And, and yes, yes, we, we've got some goodies. So which side would you like to start on? Would you like to go with the ladies or the men first? Let's go with the men because we'll start with our, um, our draw predictions with the women. All right. Sounds good. I like that, my man. So um, what do you have first coming out the gates? <laughs> the first one is, I think, a real potential upset as it relates to a seating standpoint. Yeah. Uh, we have Dennis Shapovalov, who, let's be clear, he hasn't really been on top of his game for a little while now. Right. And Clay is probably not his favorite surface. Mm-hmm. Um, coming in against a fairly hot Nakashima. Right. And Nakashima likes to clay, and we know all about that backhand. So <laughs> I would not be surprised to see Brandon pull off this upset. You know, I agree with you wholeheartedly because, again, Shapo has not been a form in a while. And, again, Nakashima just just actually lost to Arbor Arthur Fees in this warm-up tournament. But he played some outstanding tennis uh, throughout and uh, it's really nice to see uh, Brandon back back in the throes of things. So I agree with you. I think that has potential upset written all over it, my man. Right, right. Yes, sir. And another another Canadian that I'm a be I'm concerned about, given his first round match, is <laughs> our boy FAA Felix Auger Aliassime, because he is playing the ever so tricky uh, Fabio Fognini, and you know Fognini always loves a good contest and a good upset. Right, and he loves to get in somebody's head. Yes. So, um, I yeah, that's going to be a very, very interesting match to to watch. And and again, FAA, you know, he had to withdraw last week due to, I believe, a shoulder injury. That's right. Uh, so if that has any kind of impact on his game, Fonini could potentially get an upset there. I agree. Absolutely agree, my man. <laughs> um, and, and let's let's stay on with that same theme of you know, players coming in with, you know, maybe not the best form or on let's say form that is, uh, we're not exactly sure what it is at the moment. <laughs> uh, you know, we have a battle of two Americans. Yes. We have yes. Sebastian Corda, uh, going against Mackie McDonald and not that Mackie McDonald has really been burning it up lately. And Corda, you know, I haven't seen him in a minute. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure which one is in better form. So that, you know, Mackey is always good for an upset and Corda is always good for jumping into form very quickly. So uh, I want to keep my good eye on this one. Absolutely. It's always good seeing two Americans battle. And again, Corda coming off of that wrist injury, you know, Mackey's a battler. So that one is, in my opinion, right now, again, based on what you said, it's a complete toss up. But it's definitely a popcorn match that's worth watching. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And how about your boy, man? Now, this is the one that I flagged and I was like, whoa, I, mm-hmm. I am interested to see hear Bryce's thoughts on it. And that is I, I'm assuming he is still on your team. And that is Davidovich Fokina against our boy Arthur Feast. Oh, when I saw this, it just broke my heart. Um, <laughs> and yes, they are both on my JV squad. Uh, neither has ascended to the varsity squad yet, but, um, but look with Arthur Fees, uh, and this is another one of our Karatsev type of guys, right? We, we pegged him a couple of years ago. He's finally coming into his own. He just won his first tournament, first title this weekend. 
uh, over uh, a very informed Sarundalo. Yep. Uh, that was a great win. <laughs> but, you know, he's going against Davidovich Fokina, who loves a battle, and especially in five sets. And so, <sighs> I'm... I'm torn. I'm, I, I know we're not doing predictions right now. I'm picking Feast, though, in this match just mm-hmm. because he'll be the homeboy right. on the yep. courts. That's and he's coming off of winning a title, so, you know, his confidence has to be really high. But he's going to have to work for it. Oh, it's, yeah. You know, Davidovich Fokina is not going to give him an inch. I agree. Completely agree. And I, I agree with you. I think I'm going with Feast on this one because I think he's also one of the French people that doesn't shy away from you know the support of the friend you know some people kind of when they play in their home country they get all nervous and oh my god and the pressure i don't think he's like that i think he's going to use all of that support to help him get through those five sets and like you said it will be a battle but i do feel like um i'm just leaning towards feast on this one for whatever reason and i and like you i mean i i don't have him on my squad but i like davidovich fokina i like his game i Mm -hmm. like how he plays but yeah that one that one's gonna be fire bro I saw that one and put that one immediately in highlights. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that has to be one of the best first round matchups on the men's side. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. And someone who I kind of follow, I mean, this is kind of more lower key um, mm-hmm. that I put as a popcorn match was, of course, uh, Stanimals, uh, Stan Vavrinka against Albert uh, Ramos Bignoles. I thought um, about you on that one. <laughs> yeah, you know, because he's a clay quarter. He's my guy. I tend to follow him. But him against Stan, I just feel like Stan might just come out and and, and start whipping that backhand on him. And he might not be able to handle all that. Right. <laughs> and Stan's going to be like, I wouldn't want to before was, so, right i'm comfortable you know, here i, I ex- need you to get out the way <laughs> exactly ask Djokovic. <laughs> ask him exactly ask him Just, that's all you gotta do that's all you gotta do <laughs> right um oh, now, now for this next one isaac i don't know if he's going to okay I, it, I'm, it's it's potentially an upset because of the way the seatings are Right. Uh, ben Shelton is yep. actually seated uh, at 30, but he's playing Sinego. Yep. Yep. And Sinego is, I believe, a much better player on clay. Right. Uh, and especially against best of five. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ben's only shot to win this match is if he hits Sinego off the court. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure that he can do that for a best of five set match. Right. Uh, I hope Ben wins. That's who I want to win. But I think it will be a shot making match at minimum. I I completely agree with that. Yeah, they 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 both are big guys. I think they're going to bring a lot of game to the court. Pretty evenly matched. You know, again, like you said, I think Sonigo plays pretty good or Snego plays pretty good on clay. So it's going to be a tough one for Ben, but I'm still going to lean Ben's way. I'm I'm still going to lean rather Ben's way because I I think he's he just kind of you know he's still figuring out you know he he blasts himself on the tour and we saw what he did at the Australian Open. So he's he's definitely someone that I think is a big time match player, and I don't mm-hmm. think he wants to see himself going out. So I I I I think he will edge himself through in maybe five, but I, I do see this one being a five setter potential. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 
All right. And and for me, and I, you know, I, I wrote this one down only because I I don't know that it's an upset, but I just for whatever reason needed to flag it. And that was the Dejiri versus Rublev. Because Dejiri plays extremely well. I mean, Clay is by far his best surface. I mean, right. I've seen him do some great things over the years on the surface. And to pl- be playing Rublev, that that's a tricky first round for Rublev. I do believe he will get through it. Mm-hmm. But don't be surprised if that one doesn't go four sets. I mean, honestly, I just I feel like the jury might get out there and really give Rublev all that he can handle. So that one I feel like is going to be a tough one. OK, OK. I, you know, I, I hadn't really thought about it like that, but I think you're right. Yeah. How about you, bro? What, what, what else do you have on yours? Well, I think another upset potentially is. We've seen an informed Struff recently, yes. Yes. Uh, and he's seated number 21, but he's playing Lehechka yep. in the first round, and I don't know that he's necessarily going to get through that one. I, I completely agree with you. I think that he has had a really great season. Again, made it as a qualifier to the finals of Madrid, really gave a strong match to Alcarez. But for me, I, I just the Lehechka man, he is just a tricky young up and comer and he has a great game. And and I think he'll be able to handle the firepower that Struth is going to bring. Mm-hmm. So that one's going to be an interesting match. I, 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 I kind of agree with you. I think that he might be at risk of getting getting upset. But but yeah, we'll see. You know, right. <laughs> Yeah, that is a good one. The one that I really honestly concerns me only because of the tricky nature of this particular um, individual mm-hmm. is that Kry- Kryinovich versus Tiafo match. Uh, that one concerns yeah. me. It really yeah. does. Yeah. Because yeah. we should. know that. Yeah, we know that <laughs> Clay is not Tiafo's favorite surface. We we know right. that. Right. Um, and Kryinovich is just again, you never know which which who you're going to get when you get on court with him because he's played some big time tennis at times, and then other times he just gets smacked around and thrown off the court. So we don't know which one of those two we're going to get. But for me, it is very concerning to see that matchup in the first round. Right. <laughs> I looked at that. I didn't star it, but I thought about it uh, for sure. Uh huh. Now, I tell you who gets the award for the unluckiest qualifier in the first round in terms of having to play against a qualifier. Uh-huh. And that's Alexi Popperin. <laughs> because it looks like Karatsev has kind of figured things out. He, right. he, took a, he took a bit of a slide there for a while. Yes. And he appears to kind of be back in form. Mm-hmm. And he rolled through qualifying. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> so... I'm not exactly sure I would want to be playing Karasev in the first round. And we know he ain't stirred. Right. At all. So at all. In, in all honesty, I, I really expect for Karasev to win that match. Same here. Same here. Yeah, I, 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 I absolutely expect him to get the W there. Yeah. And Bryce, the one that I have, of course, is our dude, you know, yes. the 513. We got JJ yes. Wolf versus uh, Nishioka. Um, yes. I, I expect for JJ Wolf to win that match, and I will be shocked if he does not. I, I really would be. I totally agree with you. And, you know, I didn't know what JJ's game on clay would look like, especially since he's such a shot maker. Uh, but I've been impressed with his yeah. uh, preparations coming into uh, this year's Roland Garros, and he's had some pretty good results. And the people that he's lost to, I think, are people, there, there's no shame. 
exactly. who he lost to. So exactly. um, I, I expect for Wolf to get through that match. Yeah, 100%, um, sure. bro. 100%. So Any others? No, I think that's good for me with the men. Yeah, same here. That's all I got out of mine. And uh, then transitioning to the ladies, I mean, you know, I think I think this is, of course, the 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 biggest match by name, of course, uh, <laughs> on the first round. And that is, of course, Bianca BB Andrescu yes. versus uh, Victoria Azarenka Vika. Yes. Um, Bryce, that one's going to be that one. That one. I feel like it, it's a big name match. But for whatever reason, I just feel like Vika is probably going to spank up on, on BB. Yeah, I, you're right on it. I mean, it's, yeah. It's a blockbuster matchup by name, right. but let's not forget Andrescu is just coming back still from that injury. That's so right. We don't really know that she's a hundred, hundred percent yet. Right. And right. it's a major and Vika is a multiple uh, major winner. So yes. um, I expect for Vika to get through that win as well. I agree. Absolutely, man. Now, this next one is, is kind of interesting because it may not be the biggest blockbuster matchup in the first round, but uh, your girl, uh, Allison Risk Armitrage, yeah, yeah. Uh, playing on a surface that may not be her favorite, because uh, right. we know that grass is her favorite, Correct. but she's playing against that up-and-coming Andreva. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I definitely don't see because we haven't really heard much from 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 um ali risk arbitrage of late no. so i would not expect her to do well i think that she actually may be just playing to get her form right for the grass yeah um so i i i i fully expect for andreva to to actually win that match when i saw it i was like yeah that, <laughs> that one that one might be an l for for old ali right <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know that I. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's on that one. The, the other one, speaking of, you know, an American, we've got two Americans battling one another and Danielle Collins and Jesse Pagula. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes. And we don't know what form we're going to get, because, again, similar to Ali, we haven't really seen Danielle Collins much of late. So and, and, you know, unless we forget, wasn't she either a wasn't she a semifinalist here at the at Roland Garros? Uh, for whatever reason, I thought she made made a deep run one of one of the years. Yeah, I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm not sure with Ramon anyway, Garros. Yeah, it, that's okay. But again, I just feel like that one could be a very interesting matchup. I I do, of course, expect Pagula to get through it, but you never, you know, you never like to see two two Americans uh, having a battle like that in the first round. Right. Uh, you know what? I, I was wondering what your thoughts were on a, a, another match a little bit up in the draw above that. Yeah. Uh, Sakari against your girl Muhova. Oh, I have that one down for sure. And I absolutely think that that is going to be the upset of the first round. Oh, wow. OK. Calling it. I'm already calling it. Muhova has been playing some outstanding tennis at coming into this clay court season. Um, or during the clay court season, I should say, because mind you, she had been out for a while. She had had an injury. Um, she was someone, in my opinion, that was really scratching, uh, scratching to get into that top 10. And I think that now she's healthy. She's finding her form and she's really, really going to try and get make her way through it. 
I think that coming into this match, she ain't going to be scared of Sakari. And right. we already know the mental struggles that Sakari has. Mind mm-hmm. you, they tend to be in the latter rounds of rounds of, of tournaments. But with this being a grand slam, I think the pressure will be high because she will potentially have to go out, will potentially go out the first round. And I think that will get to her. I, I actually am calling Muhova on this match, bro. Wow. Okay. I, I was wondering, you know, yep. what you thought about that one. Yeah. That but one, I, in my opinion, is the most competitive. If I'm looking through all of the first round popcorn matches for the ladies, that one to me, again, because I think that it, I think that it will be an upset. I really do. Okay. Now, Isaac, I did want to call out this one. Um, so, like on the men's side, when I said that Popperin was the unluckiest person in terms of which qualifier he drew, yeah, I'm gonna flip it and reverse it for <laughs> the women. Because the qualifier, to me, that I got the unluckiest matchup in the first round is your girl Taylor Townsend. Yeah. Because yeah. she gets Potapova, and Woo. she might t- – Taylor, good job in qualies, <laughs> but get ready to get focused on your doubles because, <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't yeah. see that coming for her. Yeah, Potapova is playing at a whole nother level. I mean, she is trying to, you know, get herself, you know, in the top 10. She's inserted herself in in that discussion area, if you will, of, of you know, those who are going to be really, you know, showing themselves for 2023. Um, so I, I it's going to be it's going to really take a an incredible effort on Taylor's part to get past Potapova. She yeah. kind of, in my opinion, would have to hope that she has an off day, which I don't see happening. No, me either. Yeah, but like you said, kudos to Taylor for how she's been playing, though. I mean, she has actually been playing some really, really, really good tennis, played some great matches in qualifying for the French Open. So, you know, just just keep up that form and keep your confidence, Taylor. Right. Yeah. So, Bryce, the other the one that I have, which, you know, I don't know if this is really, you know, you know, oh, I have to really get into my seed, Marcus. But the one I flagged was Layla versus Lynette, Magda Lynette. Yes. I, you know, because <laughs> I love me some Layla, Layla Fernandez, y'all. And but she's been having some I don't know. Her results haven't been good. I heard a report that she had like 16 missed tosses or something on her serve. So apparently she got toss issues. And so I'm I'm just wondering what's going on with our girl Layla, man. Her cheat codes got put on the Internet. And I tell you, they did. And everybody sat down and 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 learned those moves. It was like down, down, up, right, right. And <laughs> and uh, everybody is having all kinds of success against Layla Fernandez. Yes, they are, bro. Yes, they are. And it and it hurts my heart, man, because you know we love Layla. She had yes. a great, great performance again a few years back at the U.S. Open, but. I tell you, man. Yeah, she's definitely, definitely going to have to step back and, and, and rethink how 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 she's playing her game. But I, I, I definitely unfortunately for me, yeah, I see her going out first round. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. Can I, can I bring up something, Isaac, that I, I don't I don't bring this up necessarily from the standpoint of um, this is a, a first round match that I have to be glued to. But just. Yeah. Peyton Stearns, who, mm-hmm. shout out Mason, Ohio. That's right. Um, shout out to practice partner of 
Maxi Duncan, our Spotlight Series person. That's right. But she's playing Siniakova. And I really mm-hmm. don't, I mean, singles-wise, okay, whatever. But that tells me that Krachikova <laughs> and Siniakova are going to be in the doubles tournament. I know, so, right? <laughs> so uh, I love you, Goff and Pagula, but... It might be tight. It, <laughs> it might, might be, be tight. tight on you. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that as well, Bryce. And I was like, okay, if she's if she's coming back here, she's definitely coming back to play that doubles. And, oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that they're they you know if they can find their rhythm again, you know, uh, her and uh, Krasikova, yeah, you might as well go ahead and, and start start riding on the trophy. Right. Exactly. Yeah, but that but, was a good one. But for the actual matchup I wanted to to talk about is uh, sh- shout out to Svetlana coming back yes. after having a baby, Come catching on. a title Come this on. weekend. Yes. And she's playing against Sloane Stevens' best friend, uh, Trevisan. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think that's you. a winnable match for her. I absolutely agree with you. I, I think that one's going to be a battle. And mind you, Bryce, Trevisan is defending semifinal points for yes. the Roland Garros. So yes. you know there's going to be nerves there, too. I absolutely think that that is going to be an upset. I really do. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we will definitely have to uh, have to keep our eyes on that. Um, of course, you know, I had to mention uh, Keys against Kanepi. Uh, two yep. big hitters. I think that's going to be a... A really nice matchup to see, you know, who can out hit the other. I do think that Madison will get through that one. Um, mm-hmm. But again, you can never underestimate Kaya Kanepi, though. And, and and you can never um... <laughs> I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. Long time listeners of Brothers on Tennis, you know what I was about to say. So, <laughs> we're going to keep it moving <laughs> like soul to soul. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> oh, too funny. Oh, man. Uh, so who else you got on there, my man? Well, if we're sticking with uh, talking about Sloan Stevens' best friend, let's go ahead and talk about Sloan. Yeah. Um, she has... We'll just call it one of the Pliskovas now. I don't know which is the good one or which one's the bad one anymore. <laughs> right. Um, but again, Pliskova's another one we haven't seen a lot of. Right. So don't know what form she's in. Yeah. Uh, clay, obviously, is not her best surface. She can play on clay, but it's not her best. Right. Sloan is a previous, um, you know, Roland Garros finalist uh, and just recently got a title. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, once again, this is another one. Two big names. Right, right. Uh, not exactly sure what the quality of the tennis is going to be, but mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how this one pans out. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I'm expecting for Sloan to win this, but again, we never know which Sloan we're going to get on the court. So for me, I'm just going to watch and whatever happens, I don't know that I'll be too surprised. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Either way it goes. So we're going to stick with some more Americans, Bryce. Um, I've got and this is just kind of one that I threw out there just because, you know, I'm I'm always a fan of uh, Shelby Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that there go that girl. You got yeah. Petra Martik, who is taking yep. on Shelby. And like I said, Petra's always she's good for an upset. So um, 
that one will be a tough one for for Shelby Rogers for sure. Oh, for sure. And we love Shelby. She has such a, you know, we've met her a couple of times and she's yes. got, you know, a great personality. But I don't know that personality is going to get this one done. <laughs> Martich is, um, Clay is her best surface. Yeah. And uh, she's actually had some decent results early this year. Right. Absolutely, man. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess staying on the, the American mantra, you've got Bernarda Pera playing mm-hmm. against uh, Contivate. Um, we know, you know, Contivate has, you know, she was, she was what? She got in the top five at one point. Yeah, I think she was number four one yeah. time, right? Yeah. Right. So, so, you know, of course she had the injury. She's still kind of figuring out and coming back from that. So we don't know who we're going to get. But I do see that one as being a really interesting first round matchup. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. Well, Isaac, I don't have anything else on the women's side in terms of the first round. Do you? I, the last one I would mention, bro, is, of course, um, and, and I don't think that this has upset potential, but I think it will be a tougher match than what we're seeing on the screen. And that's Sabalenka versus Kostiak. Kostiak actually is a really, really good player. And um, I, I, I feel like that's not the most ideal first round match that Big Sab would want to see. But right. I also think that it might be good for her because she'll get a challenge. She'll get someone that hits the ball big and she'll be able to kind of deal with it and, and really get, you know, kind of get the juices flowing, if you will, for the for the rest of the, the tournament. So um, interesting first round. But at the same time, I definitely see her get through, getting through it, though. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Let's talk about the draws and, and kind of our predictions. And I know, Isaac, you and I had talked the other day when the draws first came out. And we just thematically, we felt like the men's draw was very balanced, yes. top to bottom, right? There, there wasn't a particular quarter that was a quarter of death or a quarter right. that was a, a Duncan Hines cake quarter. <laughs> but on the women's side, you know, I guess they really want to test Iga, huh? <laughs> They were like, okay, you injured, we're going to test it. We're going <laughs> to test it out. Because, yeah, Iga got a rough draw, Bryce. Rough draw. Whew. I, I am, yeah. It, it's going to be interesting to see, yeah, I, how she how she holds up. The first and foremost, you know, we're hoping that she's able to come come into it with being 100%. I mean, that's right. first and foremost. So, um, But, again, even if she does, She's got some some names that are really going to be tough to get past, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. So we'll talk about, you know, how we think Iga may or may not get through that and who would be waiting for her uh, towards the end. So we typically start at the quarterfinals. I believe so. Yes. For the for the um, for the majors. So mm-hmm. um you want to take your first swing uh, starting at the top half of the uh, women's draw? Yeah, for sure, Bryce. Um, so for me, you know, we were just talking about Iga. Um, I see her having an extremely tough battle in the round of 16 with Krachikova. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like she's going to come through that match. I, I yes. do feel like it's one of those things where, yeah, you beat me two times before, but they were on hard court. Now we on my court. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm going to have to put some things on you. And even though both of them have French Open titles, I do feel like, again, Iga will make it through that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I have her actually battling, and I know you're going to laugh. Um, I have her battling Madison Keys because I have Keys making it to the quarters over Kalanina. Um, as we saw, Kalanina has had some great results. I mean, she made it extremely far in, in Rome, um, having, to, um, having to retire in that final. 
Um, but I think she will rebound and I think that she will have a relatively good tournament. But for whatever reason, um, I have I have noted Keys as being Ega's quarterfinal opponent. OK, um, the um, bottom of that top half, um, I have Rabakina and I have her getting there over Hadid Mada- ha- Haddad Maya. My right. I said her name right. And and for me, the upset, in my opinion, will be um, the next one, which I actually am noting Vekic, because I think Vekic is going to take out a not a 100 percent Jabur. Oh, I can I can see it. It's, it's funny, Isaac, because especially listening to your your reasoning, mm-hmm. we aren't very different in the top half. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I have Sriatek coming in over Krachikova. Uh, for pretty much the same reasons. Here is the biggest difference, because, of course, you know I don't have keys in the quarterfinals. Uh, (laughs) But who I do have there is your girl, Cooter. Okay, okay. I actually have Cooter taking out keys, and then Cooter taking out golf. Okay, okay. Yeah, Yeah, so uh, I felt like I was showing one of your girls love here. Um, (laughs) And so I, I have her, none. right, right. So I have her <laughs> matched up against Riyatek. Um, Same thing with Rabakina over Haddad Maya. Yep, yep. And then I had Vekic against Jabur. I I went with Jabur just Got because, um, and I definitely get what you're saying. Uh, just later rounds of a major, mm-hmm. I give the edge to Jabur. Yeah, I, I feel I, like I, if they had maybe played earlier, an earlier round, she would be more at risk. But if Jabur can make it to that round, yeah, I think her experience may help bring her through. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and I can agree with that. I can definitely align to that as well. That one was just sort of a tough one for me. So I just was like, eh, let's go with your gut. Right. I agree with you. I agree. Now, so you have Sviatek versus Keys and Rabakina versus Vekic. Who do you have in the, the semis up top? Okay, up top. So, I, I, and honestly, those two matches we just talked about, they don't matter um, because <laughs> they, they don't matter. Because who I have in the semis is going to be Iga versus Rabakina. A, a, you know, a, you know, they gonna come back around again, y'all. It's time right. for round two, and we gonna see what's up. Um, so that's who I have. How about you? Same thing, don't matter. Yeah, check and rebocking <laughs> You know. Right? So that's why I wasn't too stressed about those other two. I was like, no. Right, <laughs> right. And who do you have coming through between those two to the finals? Um, so for me, I actually have. And this is where it gets tricky. I think okay. Rabakina will make it to the finals. I feel like even if Iga is 100%, I think that loss, even though she had to retire, I think she learned a lot about how she needs to play Iga and mm-hmm. Iga's patterns. And I just, I'm sorry, y'all. Rabakina, in my opinion, is one of the most solid mental ladies out on the tour right now. She, she doesn't give you anything. She doesn't get frustrated. She just plays ball. And I feel like at that point, Iga is not going to be able to to stress her. And I think that that is going to stress Iga. And and so I'm I'm picking Rabakina to make it to the final, bro. Yeah, you know this if this semifinal comes true, this is a, a 51-49 correct type thing to me. Yep. Um, and I went Sriatek just because she's got two of these titles. 
Right. Yeah, fair enough. Yep. Yep. You know. Right, yep. So she'll be very comfortable on that court. She'll feel like this is kind of my house. Right. And and we know with all the top players, sometimes it's not the best thing to beat them coming into. Right. The major. You had that revenge factor. Exactly. A lot of motivation there. But look, would not be surprised at all if Rabakina pulled off the win. But I'm going to I'm going to put my my coins behind Sriatek's name. So gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So that's our top half. And so Bryce, how about you kick off the bottom half for the ladies? All right. So on the bottom half, you know, it seems like every tournament I get behind this lady and try to give her some hype. <laughs> she she went everything all year until it gets to a major when I put my name behind her. But uh assuming that she's healthy from her injury, I have Belinda Bencic coming through uh, over Sakari. Okay. Because okay. that's getting kind of late in the tournament for Sakari. So, uh, <laughs> and, and according to you, Sakari's not going to even get out of the first round. So, mm-hmm. um, so <laughs> I have Bencic coming through there. Here is my, if you want to say, my surprise of, of the tournament, if you will. Okay. Okay. I have her, I have Bencic in a quarters meeting Potapova. Wow. Okay. I have Potapova taking out Pagula. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I said it. Come at me, y'all. <laughs> right? So, um, I have that. And then uh, going down to the, the bottom bracket, uh, I'm sorry. I got old crazy Ostapanko. Um, <laughs> you know, she has been hot as of late. I think she is feeling good about life. And uh, I think she comes in there over Garcia. Mm-hmm. Um, the the hometown girl, okay. and then of course I couldn't pick anybody for her to match up against other than Big Sab. Right, gotcha, gotcha. And who did you have her coming over uh, in the round of sixteen? <laughs> oh, I had her coming in over Zang. Okay, yep, 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 yep. All right, very good. So, so it's this one we're a a, a, a little bit different. I mean, okay. not too different, but a little bit. Um, because of course I predicted that upset of Muhova, and because of the fact that I have not seen a lot of benches of late, correct. I actually have Muhova making it to the quarters. <laughs> oh, okay, all <laughs> right. I, I have her coming in over Benchich though, so I at least have Benchich getting to round of sixteen. But mm-hmm. I just feel like she's playing some really good tennis, so I'm just gonna put throw my eggs in her basket, and we'll we'll see how far we go. Hell, it might be just through the first round and out, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I have Muhova making it to the quarters. Um, and mind you, she shouldn't be scared because, again, she made quarters and or semifinals at an Australian Open a few years back. So Correct. she's she's been able to she, she's been there. So she's been there, done that. So that shouldn't shouldn't, you know, be a shock to her. Um, the next one, which is really interesting. Um, so I actually do have Pagula making it to the quarters. Okay. But I actually have Pagula beating Sharif in the round of 16. What? I, for whatever reason, I just I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing from from uh, Sharif. I like her game. I like how it looks on clay. She it feels like she hits a very heavy ball. And yeah, I for whatever reason I have I have Pagula versus Sharif, and I actually have Pagula 
in the quarters against Muhova. So that's that first uh, quarterfinal for me. And honestly, ours match up exactly for the other two. I think I, I think Ostapenko will make it over Garcia, and I think Big Sab will get there over Kinwen Queen, as we call it, Queenie Queenie Zhang. Right. Um, so yeah, so we're definitely aligned on those two for sure. Okay, so since we're different up top, I actually had don't laugh. I have Potapova coming in over Benchic. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Potapova, that check better not bounce. <laughs> um, and then I have Big Sab coming in over Ostapenko. Yeah. Yeah. Same with me. I have Sab, Big Sab over Ostapenko. And uh, I actually have Pagula taking out Muhova. Um, so okay. mine is Sabalenka Pagula. Yep. Okay. And then I have Sabalenka going to the finals. Agree. Same with me. Okay. So you have Rabakina against Big Sab in the finals, and I have yep. Sviatek versus Big Sab in the finals. And Correct. I think if either one of those comes true, Ooh. that's going to be a great women's final. Yes, sir. A hundred percent agree. Because again, those are the three hot girls on the tour right now, and they are leading the way and they are doing big things. So if we were to get that, either one of those, yeah, it's a victory. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, so let's bounce over to the men. Well, Bryce, who did you pick, though? Oh, we didn't. Okay. (laughs) I was saving that for the mid-Fortnite show. No, um, (laughs) anyway, (laughs) look, like I said, uh, the only two-time champion that I know of in a draw is Sriatek, so that's who I went with. Oh, interesting. And see, I went with Big Sab because I feel like if Iga even, well, of course I have Rabakina getting there, but either one of them that gets there, I think they're going to be tired. They can be like, good Lord, I didn't have to battle. You know what I mean? Right. They, they've got some strong matchups, whereas I, I feel like Sabalenka's road is a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I'm actually picking her to, to, to win Roland Garros this year. Oh, wow. Uh, what kind of a year would this be for her to start off winning the Australian and the uh, Roland Garros title? Right. Right. It's it, it's crazy, but uh, we, and, we we shall see. Yeah. And <laughs> if Sriatek ends up winning, you know, three French Open titles, Roland mm-hmm. Garros titles under your belt at such an early age. I mean, don't get me wrong. She, I, I'm not trying to say she's going to be Rafa with 14 or 15, but. <laughs> You know, but she can challenge though, because who's yeah. got the most of the ladies? Isn't it Chris Everett? It would have to be Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, she she might could make a push potentially. Never, yeah, know. yeah, exactly. So yeah, okay. Now to the men, to the men, <laughs> to the men, um, and like I said at the at the start of this, you know, I love this men's draw. Because mm-hmm. I think it is solid all the way through. So much so that on the women's draw where I felt like I was picking some upsets, mm-hmm. I felt like I picked fewer upsets on the men. I felt yeah. like more yeah. of the the seated men are going to come through here. Right. Um, and, and the draw will keep form a little more. But with yep. that being said, you know, Isaac, how did that top half look to you? Yeah, yeah. So so starting out, if we're starting out at the quarters, 
And I agree with you, Bryce. I, I, I feel like it was a much more balanced. I don't know that I really picked any major upsets from what I can tell, but we'll see. Um, so quarters, of course, up top, you got to have Alcaraz because I right. think that he's going to come into the quarterfinal uh, over Musetti. I have mm-hmm. Musetti actually making uh, the round of 16. Um, I think that Alcaraz will play Sissipas in the quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't know if the matchup that I have him coming through to get there will happen, but I have him playing FAA. Uh, to get to the quarterfinals. And I think Paz would would beat uh, beat Felix to get there. Um, next quarterfinal, of course, you got to have Djokovic. Um, I have him coming in um, over uh, Hubie Hercotch, um, which I don't even know if Hubie will make it because I know that Clay is just really not the surface for him. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens there. And, you know, I, I, I went back and forth, back and forth, but I went ahead and went with Rublev uh, to make it to the quarters over Hatchinoff his countrymen, because they've been battling. They've had two battles this year. One went to Rublev, one went to Karen. But this being best of five, I just think that Rublev has a little bit more stamina. And and I just feel like he will want revenge for that last loss that he took to Karen. So I, those are my four I have. Alcaraz, Tsitsipas, Novak, and Rublev. How about you, bro? Isaac, this is so scary. What's up? We, we have the exact same eight. <laughs> Are you serious? The exact same eight. Alcaraz, Musetti, FAA, CC Paz, Djokovic, Herkic, um, Hatchinoff, and Rublev. Wow. The only <laughs> the only difference in terms yeah. of making the quarters, uh-huh. because we share the same on Alcaraz, CC Paz, and Djokovic. Yeah. I went with Hatchinoff. Oh, interesting. Okay. I, I went with Hatchinoff. I just and and you know. Like you, I went back and forth on this. Um, I felt like in the majors, mm-hmm. it seems like Hatchinoff comes through to me a little more. Well, he has of late, that's for sure, because you know he made that deep run at what the U.S. Open last year. Mm-hmm. What was it? The yeah. semis? Right. So that's what tipped the scale a little bit for me. Gotcha. I was thinking like, okay. I, you know, for a later round major match, I, I'm, I'm th- and then didn't Rublev take kind of a weird upset he, loss coming in? He did. Over, yeah. Yeah. So I yep. wasn't sure what that was all about. So, but uh, I think either way, we're both saying it's going to be a Russian in that <laughs> in that spot. And I bet exactly. you we both, and I bet you we both said that whatever Russian going to lose to Djokovic. So it don't matter exactly. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> so we can what like soul to soul keep it moving keep it moving <laughs> that's right sir that's right <laughs> oh jeez so oh, for man. the bottom for yeah. me this yeah. was a fun uh bottom half um, okay i had uh runa coming in over sarundalo mm-hmm. i have rude coming in over lahechka Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I knew you. I knew you. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> um, I have Center coming in over Karatsev. Ah, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. All right. And then I have Medvedev coming in over Chorch. Wow. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> we we were good on maybe five of the eight. I think, okay. or maybe six of the eight. I think it might have been six of the eight. I can't quite, can't quite remember, but I know what two um, you didn't have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I matched you with uh, Runa Sarundalo, and mm-hmm. I have Runa making it to the quarters. 
Um, I do have Rude making it to the quarters, but I actually have Struth. I don't think that Leheska is going to get that upset. I think Struth is oh, going to make okay. it through. Um, but, but again, I have I still have like you, Rude, getting it to uh, the quarters. Now, the third one is where it's interesting because I actually, I actually have Zverev making it to the quarters, and ah. and I have him taking out center. Now, as much as I love, you know, Karatsev is our boy, and I, I love him to death. Right. I, f- I feel like Zverev is 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 really beginning to find himself and find his form. And I think it's going to take a lot to 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 upset him. And actually, I'm actually thinking he's going to upset center in order to make it to the quarters. Wow. OK. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And my bottom half, of course, was I had Medvedev versus Churich as well. Does it not which, who, who you had? Yeah, that's who I had. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I have Medvedev uh, over Churich. Yep. Yep. OK. All right, so uh, and, and and maybe it doesn't matter or not, uh, but we'll see. We, um, <laughs> so I have Medvedev coming in over center mm-hmm. uh, into the semis, and believe it or not, even mm-hmm. though based upon some things we've said in the past on previous shows, yeah, um, I have Rude coming in over Runa. You do. I do. And, okay. the, and and let me tell you why, just real quickly. Um, I feel like Runa's opportunity to beat him will be if he can get it done in straight sets. Mm, okay. I think if the match extends, it leans heavily in Rude's favor. Right, right. And I would not be surprised if that is not even part of Rude's strategy against mm. him. Okay, is to extend. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, so that's why I picked him, and I do think there is a mental piece here. Mm-hmm. I do think, although we have acknowledged that Rude has not been playing as well as he did last year, and 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 he had an incredible year last year, so it may have even been unrealistic to think that he could maintain that level. Right. But as we have talked about players feeling like Rafa's not here mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Rude. Let's not forget, Rude kind of has like a bit of a relationship with Rafa and his whole academy. You know, he has some of the same feelings that Alcaraz kind of has about being a legitimate successor right. to a Rafa on clay. And mm-hmm. having been a finalist last year and the person that you lost to in the finals last year is not there this year. Right. That could be a motivator for him. Yeah, I agree. I I do agree. Mm-hmm. So so that was why I went with him over Runa. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, for for me, I of course matched you with Medvedev. I do think that in my draw, he will make it over Zverev. I think that will be a spicy match, of course. But I think Medvedev again has shown that he is you know mentally so so he just so again I call him a genius because he set himself up perfectly for this clay court season so i don't see him playing with any pressure i see him making it through that match and i actually am calling runa over rude i think like mm-hmm. you said I, I think it will need to be in straight sets but i think honestly runa will get that done i don't i don't okay. know why i feel that way but i just feel like he's trying to make his mark and he's trying to show that he's the part of that whole next big three and mm-hmm. in order to do that you've got to show out in grand slams and right. to me i think that he will see this as his opportunity to kind of really start cementing that that you know statement 
So, but, but like you said, bro, I, I can't disagree with anything that you said whatsoever. Cause I agree with you. I think that if it does go past three sets, it's definitely in Rude's court for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, talking about making it to the finals. Yeah. Um, at top half, I have Alcaraz over Djokovic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think, uh, too long, too strong. Um, <laughs> And he and and like I said about Rude, I think Alcaraz is feeling like heir apparent here with um, with um, Nadal gone. Djokovic, let's just let's just keep it real. I mean, since Djokovic won the Australian, he ain't really done nothing. No, he has not. In fact, and, he's had a lot of a lot of you know surprising upsets. Right. So it's not like he's coming in. You know, on top of his game, granted, he is Djokovic. He is a member of the big three. He has won, you know, this title a couple of times. Uh, So, uh, you know, can he do it? Of course, Djokovic can win it all. Right. Yeah. But um, but I think if Alcaraz is on his game, his to me, his defensive skills match. Djokovic's defensive skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both kind of have that number one player in the world mentality now. They both, you know, um, are very comfortable and very big matches. But I think the difference could be, as long as he doesn't get outside of himself, Alcaraz is a much more offensive player. Right. Agree. Agree. And if he can, like, not overhit, uh, which he doesn't typically do, but as long as he doesn't overhit, you know, and his health is good, because that's where Djokovic gets a lot of people. Or really, mm-hmm. that's where a lot of the big three got people, because right. it was best of five. And, and And I think you and I talked about this in a previous episode. Alcarez is one of those few players that we feel can hang with them in best of five scenarios. That's right. Absolutely agree. So that's why I picked Alcaraz up top at the bottom. I'm just sorry. I think Medvedev is feeling himself right now. (laughs) And, you know, Medvedev, I just read in uh, online, I think it was yesterday. He was saying, you know what? He's not letting winning Rome get to his head. He's -hmm. still feeling like he needed to go in there and put in work. And of course he is. Because course, that's yeah. how Medvedev thinks. Right. And I just think that he has too much guile and will frustrate Rude. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's yep. that simming. So. Yeah, and honestly, Bryce, I feel the same way, even though I picked Runa. I, 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 for those reasons, exactly. That's why I picked Medvedev to actually make it to the French, uh, the Roland Garros final. I, I think that he, he just... Mentally, he is, again, just so on point right now and he's putting in the work. And again, I I go back to my statement. He set himself up for a win win season because if he loses, hey, what? Y'all didn't expect me to get this far anyway, because this isn't my best surface. And if I win, hey, (laughs) how about that? You know, and he loves those moments as well. We got it. We got to mention that as well. So, right. I, I am I match you in the final. I have Alcarez versus Medvedev. Everything that you said in regards to the matchup against Novak, I completely agree. Um, I just feel like he is going to be like, you know, this is this is the house of Spain. And yes. and, and we're not gonna let you we you know, the barrier is strong. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the wall is strong. So we will see you later, Mr. Serbian. Right, exactly. And in the finals, Isaac, I have Alcarez over Medvedev. And and the reason for that being Alcarez, to me, when you talk about how crafty 
Medvedev is, mm-hmm. Alcaraz can match that. I agree with that. And the drop shots and the 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 ESPN highlight shots and you know <laughs> uh, he can match that. And also where Djokovic, oh, yeah, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> um, where Medvedev sometimes can get in his opponent's heads. I ain't happening with Alcaraz. <laughs> Alcaraz's right, mental right. is strong. It's, it's strong. It is strong. Yes, and, it is. Uh, and I think it'll be like I think that final could be one of those finals where it's a really tightly contested first set, like maybe even a tiebreaker, mm-hmm. and, and then you know the doors get blown open after, <laughs> <laughs> after that. That is too funny. And yeah, Alcaraz acknowledges. Um, Medvedev's growth on the surface and said, you know, <laughs> keep it up, buddy. You're doing well. <laughs> <laughs> you are too funny. And, and, and Bryce, I absolutely agree with the front part of everything that you said, but at the end of the day, and don't ask me why, <laughs> I have Medvedev winning the Roland Garros title. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. You know Medvedev is my dude, so... I would not be upset with that in the least, but I, I, I will explain myself. Please I know, right? do. I know, please. Because right? here's my feeling. Mm-hmm. Alcarez, you know, everybody's been talking about the whole Alcarez Djokovic. We need to see them. We need to see the matchup. I feel like he will meet that. He will meet that challenge and will exceed it. He will take out Djokovic, make it to that final. I honestly believe, honestly, though, Bryce, at that point, it will be a matter of pressure. Because mm-hmm. at that point, he's the heir apparent. He's coming behind right. Nadal as the next Spanish great to win Roland Garros. I feel like that pressure combined with the wittiness of a Medvedev. And mm-hmm. again, his mindset is, I'm in a no-lose situation. I ain't supposed to even be here, much right. less win this thing. Right. I just feel like a little bit of that pressure will get to Alcaraz. Because mind you, we have to remember, he is 20 years old. Yep. And we're talking about Medvedev, who to me is just the maniacal genius and, right. and how he I just for whatever reason, Bryce, and I was looking at this and I was like, I was, I was telling myself, I'm like, Isaac, you are not writing his name down. But then I was like, I'm writing his name down. Nope. I just I, like you said, I, if we get this final, it, honestly, for me, I don't care who wins, to be very honest. Right. With you. I just think right. that it's 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 awesome for both because we're both fans of both of them. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't know. I found myself writing m-e-d-v-e-d-e-v and i was like well okay we just gonna roll with this so you know i i I may get completely laughed at but i'm that's where my head is right now bro you you can't ever get completely laughed at for picking that i mean (laughs) he's such a uh, look the thing that he has proven to people in this last two years especially Mm -hmm. the last year is Initially, we just thought of Medvedev as a hardcore specialist, basically. Right. I mean, he right. called himself that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know? And we saw for the first time last year him really start to show out on grass, mm-hmm. which surprised the crap out of me. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Clay, this year, he he won, he won a Master <laughs> Series title exactly. Right? I mean, um, bonkers, bro. It's bonkers. Yeah. So, so like I said, I, I, I don't know why, but I just picked him. 
I, yeah, I don't know. But again, I will be happy if either of those to win it if they make it to the final like i said i i talk about two amazing finals that we can potentially have i mean it's it's just awesome bryce right right i'm excited i can't believe this starts tomorrow man i know right (laughs) (laughs) oh this is so good my friend so so good so with that being said bryce i know we're going to come to a close but let's go ahead and do yet another plug because family we do not want you to forget about paul s haberman So again, if you need legal representation, look to the law offices of Paul S. Haberman. Once again, he specializes in sports-related law, but covers a gamut of areas connected to it, from talent agreements, to royalty disputes, to medical malpractice or negligence, to photography agreements, to podcast agreements. Podcast agreements? I know, right? Hey, you know, we needed that last year. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> we should have hollered at him back then but yes. uh, but seriously no whatever you need paul s haberman is your guy call 201-564-0590 for consultation again that's 201-564-0590 and one more time for the good folks in the back 201-564 0590. Let Paul fight for you both in and out of the ring. So, Isaac, wonderful review of the tournament. Um, We will be back next week to do our mid fortnight review and to face up to these lies we just told. (laughs) Um, But really looking forward to a good couple of weeks of tennis coming up. Any final words that you have for our listeners? Nah, Bryce, I'm just so, so very excited and so um, just so intrigued to get this thing started. Y'all make sure you're looking at, you know, our IG, our YouTube. We're going to have posts out there and just get out there and watch the tennis, man. Watch the tennis and enjoy. If you see something funny, you know, share it with us and, and, and post it. We love seeing it. Absolutely. And we want to give one more plug. You know how we do. We got two BOT family members over there at Roland Garros this year. We weren't able to make it this year, but we got two of our OGs over there. We'll (laughs) have our boy, Paul Oakley Stovall. You know him, you love him. Uh, He's probably going to shoot us some good content from there. And we also have OG Linnell. And if you haven't already seen her first post from over there, it's awesome. Go to our IG page and check that out. And she has promised uh, to send us a couple of more. Linnell yes. also is going to pick up some items for us for our Roland Garros gift bag giveaway after the tournament. So we know how y'all love the, the gift bag <laughs> giveaways from the big tournaments. Uh, we have one coming again to you this year from overseas. So look forward to that. So thanks everyone for listening. Enjoy the tennis. But on behalf of the podcast, This has been your boy, Bryce. And this is your boy, Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. We we, y'all. 